Hello, friend. Thank you for listening to this Bible Tracks broadcast. We are going to spend the majority of our time in the Bible study. I hope that's a blessing to you. We're talking about the fruits of the Spirit. I think we could spend five or six months in these couple of verses and still not exhaust everything that God has for us from His Word about the fruits of the Spirit. We're going to try to cram everything down into today and tomorrow. Lord willing, we're going to finish chapter number five tomorrow on this broadcast. I'd ask you, if you would, to grab your Bibles, turn to the book of Galatians chapter number five. Join me in Galatians chapter five. Before we get our teeth sunk into the Bible study, we're going to do two things. Number one, I'd like to introduce you to me and my family just a little bit more, and I'd like to tell you about a specific track that might be a help to you. First off, this track that I have with me called The Tragedy of a Wasted Life. Friend, there are few things more sad than wasted potential. Do you understand that biblical characters, real people like Samson, had so much potential? You know, Absalom, the son of David, had so much potential. There are so many characters throughout Scripture. Lot, the nephew of Abraham. What a great upbringing to grow up around the patriarch of the faith, Abraham. And yet, so much waste, so much loss, so much pain. The tragedy of a wasted life strikes almost every family, unfortunately. No matter what condition or situation you are in. We have listeners that are inside of a cell block listening from prison. Friend, no matter where you are and the decisions that have put you there, God still has grace enough for you. But ultimately speaking, the tragedy of a wasted life and losing your soul forever to hell when you take your last breath without knowing Jesus Christ as your personal Savior is a tragedy. Romans 12, 1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. See, when you give your life, your talents, your time, your treasure over to God, it's never a waste. Let me encourage you to get this particular track called The Tragedy of a Wasted Life from our website, BibleTracksInc.org. I'd also like to tell you, as I mentioned, a little bit more about me and my family. Today, I'll tell you just a tidbit about my wife. My wife grew up in the central Illinois area, about two hours south of Chicago, in a little town called Dwight, Illinois. As I record this broadcast, I'm sitting almost exactly an hour from there. We, Bible Tracks Incorporated, is based out of Bloomington, Illinois, and so we have a little bit of a commute each day. But my wife grew up in Dwight. That's where we live now. She lived there. Her entire upbringing went to college not that far away and came back. And then somebody, meaning me, stole her away from home and hearth, and we began our life together. My father-in-law is a man of God. He is a pastor and has been for 30-something years. He just celebrated 35 years in Dwight at the First Baptist Church of Dwight. Praise God for that kind of faithfulness. I'll need to introduce to you my little ones, Emmy and Lucy, in the coming days and weeks. I'm so excited for the fact that there are people that are listening to this broadcast that lift me and my family and our ministry up in prayer. If you'd like to be a prayer warrior of ours, we would so gladly welcome you into the fold. We would love for you to lift us up in prayer. My name is Micah. 
my wife, Rebecca, and of course, Emmy and Lucy. We'd love to give you some more information about ourselves. You can reach out to us through our website, BibleTracksInc.org, if you'd like to request any information so that you can pray knowledgeably about us and the wisdom that we need to conduct the business of this ministry. Such an amazing outreach across the globe. Over half a billion tracks have gone out all over the place from right here in Bloomington, Illinois. We'd love for you to be a part of that, both financially and in prayer. Let's now turn our attention to the book of Galatians. We're going to spend a little bit more time than normal on the Bible study because I believe the fruit of the Spirit is so necessary in my life and in yours. Let's look at the book of Galatians, chapter number 5. We're going to begin in verse number 17, if you would. Actually, let's jump back to verse number 16, and we'll read down through the end of the chapter. Galatians five sixteen. This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. But if ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. We talked about these yesterday. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. We have those sexual sins there. Then we have the social sins, uh, the, the spiritual sins, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, those social sins, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. And then new verses for today, we've not studied yet, verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ's have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another, envying one another. Now we will take as our text specifically verse 22 and 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such, there is no law. We concluded our list of the works of the flesh yesterday, and right in between these two verses, at the beginning of verse number 22, we see all of these horrible things, 17 in total, the works of the flesh, and then beginning in verse number 22, we see, but... What a mighty word, B-U-T. Here's the amazing thing. No matter how hard the flesh works against the Spirit, if we give the Holy Spirit, God, full sway and full power in our life, the flesh will melt away. Do I say it will be easy? Is the flesh ever going to go silently into the night? Absolutely not, but... The works of the Spirit are strong. That little word, but, B-U-T, is the hinge upon which great events and great truths turn. The works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, but the fruit of the Spirit 
is, and it begins, the first in the list is what? Love. We talked back in verse number 14 of Galatians 5, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. We've talked about how the law really doesn't have a necessary role if we would but follow that one rule, that one command, that one God-given edict, love thy neighbor as thyself. This is the one commandment upon which all the law and the prophets are held. Love thy neighbor as thyself. And what does Paul begin with? These three fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace. You've heard this word before, but love, agape, love. This common word for love denotes spontaneous love. Love irrespective of quote-unquote rights. Can I tell you, friend, that you and I don't always deserve love, and yet God is still so kind to give it to us. One of my favorite songs, I may have mentioned it on this broadcast in times past, The Love of God says this, Could we with ink the ocean fill? And were the skies of parchment made, were every stock of earth a quill, and every man a scribe by trade, to write the love of God above would drain the ocean dry, nor could the scroll contain the whole, though stretched from sky to sky. Love, the fruit of the Spirit, is love. Do you have love for your brother and sister in Christ? Beyond that, do you have love for a lost and dying world? If not, then you are not displaying the fruits of the Spirit. Next, we see joy. Joy is not just another word for happiness. Happiness depends on happenings, depends on circumstance or situation. Joy, the writer says, smiles in the face of even the most adverse of circumstances. Joy can confront something like Mount Calvary and come away singing. That place of brutal mutilation, and yet there can be joy. Joy is the stuff of which heaven is made. Joy has its everlasting source in God. Happiness is plugged into the happenings of life. And when things take a turn for the worse, when the stock market goes down and the economy is bad and you've lost your house, happiness evaporates, but joy goes nowhere. Next we see peace. What an amazing concept that we have the opportunity to worship the Prince of Peace. John 14, 27, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. You see, his peace is the peace of God, which passeth all understanding. God has given us access to a deep reserve of peace that we in and of ourselves could never plumb. Love, joy, peace. Long-suffering How amazing is it that we so oftentimes have such short fuses? We forget the fact that God is so incredibly long-suffering with us. Can you imagine if God had the reserve of patience that you and I do, how long ago he would have struck us down? Friend, love, joy, peace, and long-suffering are fruits of the Spirit. We see gentleness. That one is somewhat self-explanatory, of course. Goodness, 
and faith. We could go into the hall of faith in Hebrews and read verse after verse of Bible characters and their faith. We won't for the sake of time. We will look on to meekness and temperance. Against such, there is no law. That doesn't mean that there are no laws against these things. That means that the full power of the law cannot contain, cannot force, cannot provoke or cause or cause to grow these things. The law is powerless. It's weak against the fruits of the spirit. The law was made to constrain the flesh. And as we've already learned, the flesh is far too powerful. It breaks out of the boundaries of the law all the time. Friend, do you have the fruits of the Spirit today? We'll conclude chapter 5 tomorrow as we conclude the week of broadcasts. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him. <music>